Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Afternoon, Maraid. It's lashing here. What's it like there? Well, we sent the rain up to you, Sean, and I crossed that <laughs> last night. So I say we flushed a lot of it out, but uh, but anyway, if you're getting it now, it's pretty horrendous, uh, pretty ferocious, all right, and no, not good for brown conditions or anything like that. Yeah, indeed not. Now, uh, as I say, pretty much everything f- uh, feeds into what's happening in Ukraine. Uh, it's affecting farmers, it's affecting food, it's affecting pretty much everything. Well, of course it is. Um, it's, it's all out war by the looks of things, and... Now that there's no power to the uh, Chernobyl plant, that's of huge concern as well, I'd imagine, for everybody. Um, like We know the downstream effects of the war. It's hitting everyone in their pockets. Uh, for farmers, that not only includes the price of fuel, but also the price of fertilizer. And both U- Ukraine and Russia are major exporters of those two products. And if I was talking to you 30 years ago about you know the exports or uh, you know the market share of the world market that the likes of Ukraine and Russia had, it would have been minuscule, absolutely. You know, you're talking about, you know, for wheat exports, 1, 1, 1.5%, 1.5%, 2% for feed grains. But in the 30 years since the 1990s, um, they have massively grown their market share. So now they have 30% of the global wheat exports, 30% of world feed grains, 15% of rapeseed, 75% of the total world trade for sunflower oil um, and, and also 15% of the global uh, rapeseed market. So it's absolutely huge. And, you know, I can imagine that the farmers in the Ukraine at the moment, they're not going out planting crops or a lot of them aren't mm-hmm. anyway. They're more likely to be yielding AK-47s and um, instead of growing cereal. And the window to grow it is so minuscule. You've only got a couple of weeks that you've got to get the, the grain into the ground. And there's a whole lot of other issues then. Today, um, or yesterday, Ukraine has banned the export of feed and food. And you can understand why that's happening. And also, the point of exit in the Black Sea ports, the vast majority of them, you can't get out of them. And even if you could, the freighters aren't being insured. So, for the first time, I think, ever, and I can't double-check this, or I've been trying to check it, the G7 agriculture ministers are meeting on Friday. Now, it's not the Euro, the EU ministers, it's the G7 agriculture ministers. The whole thing has been hosted by Germany, and it's all about food security. And here, again, last night, the Minister for Agriculture, uh, Charlie McConnellogue, had called in all the farm organisations and Chagask because of the concern that 60% of our wheat and food grains needs are imported, and much of it is imported from Russia and the Ukraine. So, yeah, Charlie McConnell wants a, a, to set up a, a kind of a think tank on all of this with the farm organisations led by Chagisk and to get ideas on how to meet the challenge. And I would worry that the time for meetings is scant as we only have a few weeks to get the crops into the ground. And they've now, but anyway, they've established this National Fodder and Food Security Committee under the leadership of Chagisk. And farmers are being urged to plan ahead for next winter to ensure that they have enough fodder. So, you know, like, like this winter is sorted. That was all done last summer. Now we have to plan ahead for next year. And we can't leave an acre go, it seems. That's the, the, the message we're getting. Um, so farmers will be urged to plan ahead for to make sure they have enough fodder. And we also feed about 40 million people. And it's important that we have enough fodder for our beef and dairy herds to keep doing this. 
And controversially, I suppose, Charlie McConnell has also suggested that farmers who don't grow cereals should consider doing so now. Now, that's a hell of a lot easier said than done. Mm. And there's a really good reason why cereals are grown in some parts of the country and not in others. And the suitable soil being the main one. You can't grow, you know, uh, wheat in the middle of Connemara. Or, you know, know, it's it's just not feasible. uh, Not possible. And also then, the other thing is, just because you're a plumber, it doesn't make you an electrician. So it follows that just because you're a good dairy farmer, it doesn't make make you a good village farmer or a good somebody to grow wheat. It's um, totally different skill sets. And there's also issues. The machinery that's needed for all of this is in the parts of the country where there is plenty of grain being grown. Um, It's not on other parts of the country where cows are being milked or cattle are being reared or sheep are being reared. So I don't know how they plan to get the machinery out there to do all of that. Um, so, it, but anyway, it's a very lim- limited window to do the whole thing. Um, after last night's meeting, Tim Cullinan of the IFA, and you know he's right, and farmers would certainly it, it would touch a nerve with farmers that it's ironic that a government that has been doing nothing but try to introduce um, the output at farm level has now realised the importance of food security. Um, you know, we were reversing everything we've been taught for the last 40 years. Uh, but now that need is there. And um, there's lots of ideas coming forward on how farmers can actually do more, produce more food, and particularly in terms of the grain end of it. Like, you might say, why can't we um, grow our own, uh, you know, wheat here? But the wheat we grow is not suitable for say, white bread, mm. the flour for white bread. So that there's a whole skill in getting that done as well. And um, Pat McCormick of the ICMSA said there was very little on the table considering that we're facing this potential food crisis. And um, he said the immediate need was to get fertiliser on the ground at reasonable prices for farmers. Because fertiliser is important. If you don't have it, it won't drive the grass. You won't produce enough fodder for the animals and you won't be producing enough food that we that we are obliged well that we need to be producing yeah. to meet our markets is there a pressure and now is it the price of fertilizer gone up right oh yeah the whole but i mean everything has gone up it's gone nearly out of reach of people well it has it's it's you know like the meat prices have gone up as well but what's happened with the with fertilizer you know is wiping out any of the positives there um but it's not even can you can can you afford to buy it but can you afford, can you get it? Can you get your hands on the fertiliser is the issue. Um, because, you know, the, with the G7 ministers of agriculture having this unprecedented meeting on Friday, you know, it shows that they have a concern. Because again, you know, we, we're, we're not going to starve in this country. There, there probably and hopefully won't be, you know, any food shortages. But Russia and Ukraine are also major grain providers to Egypt and the whole of North Africa. And they don't have another market to go to, or they, they can't switch to doing something else. Mm. And, and that's, that's a big concern at the moment, um, as to what can, can be done for those countries and the populations that live there. So this, this thing is horrible. Um, it's horrible, and you know, we don't know the half of it yet. And um, you know, it, yeah. it's certainly, in, in my years farming, um, you know, it's the biggest threat we, we have, we have ever had. And, um, and you know, Irish farmers feed so many people, 40 million people. And, you know, 
that is a, a, a fantastic challenge to have and a fantastic achievement by the farmers. And we need to be able to keep doing it uh, because, you know, we, we see how quickly a country can be literally, you know, f- you know nearly starved into submission. Yeah, and it's amazing how quickly everything has changed uh, and within a matter of a few weeks. Uh, the... But sure, I mean, my, just my, our son um, and his wife have taken three uh, Ukrainians into their house and one of the girls um, is, uh, was supposed to be doing snowboarding lessons this weekend. Uh, they've been in the zoo two weeks ago. Um, they've been on the run for the last week, literally on the run. And um, a mum and her two daughters. And, you know, I, I would encourage anyone um, to get in contact with the agencies that are helping people come to Ireland and, 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 and help people in this situation. Yeah. Because they've been left with absolutely nothing. It's, it is just appalling. Yeah, indeed. Uh, we are going to leave it there, but I, I suppose uh, we, I sh- shouldn't and can't and won't leave it there. Uh, without pointing out that this is uh, uh, the last farming slot that Mairead's going to be uh, doing for us, and uh, I don't know, I don't know how long you've yeah. been doing it for. <laughs> I was trying to look it up, but I was trying to calculate it myself, and I think it could be about fourteen years. It could be, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it certainly the quotas, um, the quotas came uh, uh, were dropped in two thousand fourteen. And that was a big issue. Yeah. And I was well trained at that stage. Yes. So, <laughs> so I'm saying it's at least four years before that. So it's anyway, 12, 13, 14 years, something like that. But look, and thanks to all the listeners who've been very good to me. I don't think I've ever been trolled or really ever had to face too much of uh, a negativity. It's, it's, I've had very positive messages from your listeners. And thanks very much to you and the team for being so kind always. And, I'm putting up with the bad wings. Yeah, and uh, thanks to you too to remind us every week where actually our food is coming from. Uh, Mairead, we'll, uh, we will talk to you again, uh, no doubt about that. Uh, Mairead Lavery there. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break after that. How words get good. Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.